Evening, everyone. You are listening to Coffee Talk with Samantha Palm. Samantha Gross. I got my wingman, Paul Oppenheim, on the line. Hi, Paul. Hey there, Sam. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm great. How are you, Paul? Doing I'm, well. I'm yep. in Ohio, and it, the leaves are starting to change. How's sunny California? Yeah, it's, uh, well, we're, we're kind of seasonless here. It's gone <laughs> Summer to a little less wait, summer, wait, wait, huh? We, 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 don't, we don't have seasons over here. Well, we do. We, we got, you got your, you got, you got summer, then you got your earthquake season, you got your choir season, and your blood, but it's a little different. Wow. Well, as yeah. the seasons turn, Paul, so does life. Have you noticed that life yes. just is endlessly turning? And sometimes, Paul, let me ask you, Paul, I wrote a post, and this is going to dive right into our topic on Coffee Talk, everybody. Paul, do you ever feel that God is distant from you? Did you read my post? Everyone, I wrote a post on LinkedIn opening up about God. Do you ever feel that God is distant? Have you ever felt that God is distant Uh, to you, Paul? Absolutely. There's uh, there's always times you'll go through doubt and whatnot to see if there's anybody there even anyone listening out there and um yes to in, in a word absolutely there are times where i felt that uh, i've been abandoned yes i do too i sometimes feel that i need to get closer with the father personally like i personally need to draw closer to him that like i felt that he's distant i felt that i'm far away from him and so for the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking of different ways to draw near toward God. So I've been praying about it, Paul, and we're going to go over what I came up with, everybody. Um, yep. And I want Paul's take because, Paul, you read my post. I did. Yeah, go ahead, though. Yes. But this is the five things that I came up with through the Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to go through them real quick and then we can dive into them. One, to talk to him before starting the day. Two, listen to the answers and follow his direction through the Spirit. Read the Holy Bible Scriptures daily and recite the word, seeing is believing. Serve his people. That's a key for me because I'm all about, I always have a heart, servant's heart. How can you bring someone else to God and then repeat that daily? Yeah, I mean, that's... If if we all did that, I, I like like anything. Think of it like a relationship with just an individual. A relationship with a person. It, yes. Let's, you, you, you know, let's you, 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 you could just narrow it down to think of it like that. Okay. If you don't spend time with that person, the relationship dwindles and withers. Yes. If you don't talk to them and communicate with them and listen to them. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. Now and. Communicate can be everything, even if it's even if it's anger. You know, it's still communication. At yeah. least there's still some some attempt at a at a dialogue going on there. But when it if if the, if the time you spend is apart from this person, you can expect that your you know and <laughs> any type of interaction you have with this person is going to dwindle. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's almost like just common sense. And it so, is common sense. And it, I, it, right. For me, like when I when I really set my heart in a relationship, I I go all in, and I yep. feel that people if more if people would look at God like you're looking at a relationship, 
and go all in like people do with the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever sex they want to do and go all in with it they would draw closer to god i think it all comes down to a matter of the heart yeah it's... you got to put your heart into it like yep. for example like i tell my son in football hunter you got to put your heart into the game right yeah and and again for me it's just it boils down to relationship and this is like so beyond in my opinion religion like it's a relationship I, 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 with the living well, yeah, god yeah because i i've i've found a lot of people have perhaps just like a religion with god but not necessarily like a relationship and i right. believe there's definitely a difference between the two right and yeah. i i believe there's definitely a difference between the two too and see like the way i believe paul is that abba god the father he's yep. not going to beg us for our love no. He is right. not going to beg us. Exactly. And, and I and, think and, some people feel, I can't say for sure, but it seems like to me that sometimes people think they God's going to beg them or knock on the door physically or somehow right. and say, "Look, here I am." I don't think God is going to do that. No, usually I think <clears throat> how God approaches it, it's not that he begs will though allow us to fall in the situations where we come begging to him yes allow us to have situations where we're begging for him yes you know i saw this really really cool i, I remember i was in hawaii of all places and i remember seeing this oh, really beautiful cool sh- this really cool shirt this guy was wearing and he said something like it's on, on the shirt it said something like thousands will turn to christ because they've seen the light but millions will turn to Christ because they have found because they have felt the heat. Thousands will turn to Christ because they have seen the light. But, but millions, millions will turn to Christ because they have felt the heat? Yes. Go into detail. Go into detail, Paul. In other words, a lot of times people will they'll get an understanding. In other words, a lot of times people will turn to Christ because they, they, they have an understanding of who he is and the knowledge and they see, they seek him then. But then there are those who maybe have the knowledge but still don't have necessarily an interest in seeking because they like their own ways. Now, you keep falling away, you get further and further away from Christ or God. Where do you end up heading towards where there's spiritual heat in other words the further okay. away you go from Christ the further yeah, the, the, close, the, clo- the closer the closer you get to the hell you're getting now you're getting it right the further you go away from the Lord in other words the spiritual yeah. heat and hell that's right so in other words the saying is that um for and this could be even for people who've had perhaps even near-death experiences. If you've ever, if anybody, has ever had a taste of hell, that's all it takes sometimes to have someone become an instantaneous Christian because they've tasted heat. And I mean spiritual heat. Yes. Like, like... The, 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 the complete absence of, of God and what it's like to actually say, okay. And then, to not hear that, his I, voice. 
rights to, to be completely just absent from the body of Christ. Right, right. And it might not necessarily be heat like a like a fire type of heat of burning. No, it's a, it's a crazy it's, type of heat if we want to use yeah, that it, word. It, you, you could even use it like it's almost like a, a, a freezing type of heat. It, it's it's dip, it's heat is but that that's basically the term that they're saying is that a lot of people will turn to Christ because just they, they, they just didn't know any better and then they're introduced to his word like that makes sense and they, they form a relationship with Christ and they'll say thousands will turn because of that but then it's been said that millions will turn because they will have felt the heat and in other mm-hmm. words if you, if, you, if you have an exposure to what life in the next world will be like if you get a taste of that perhaps in this world or even even like you've just almost had a, a brush with death in this world. Yes. It could be anything from a heart attack, bust, crap, whatever it is. That's an example of, I felt the heat. Yeah. Or whatever the case, whatever the case, and you know there's no way out. And you start having that, uh, experiencing your life flash before you, so to speak. And you're kind of like feeling you're ultimately alone in the sense of when it comes to just being just who you are not you personally but who one person is it's like you're you're fundamentally alone in the sense of that no one else can be inside you and experience what you're experiencing so you're kind of isolated in that and Mm -hmm. when you're awakened to that and especially in a crisis situation you really are truly truly alone that's very discouraging so you're gonna scream out for will anybody hear me and that was like one of the things that we talked about before was called the atheist's prayer. It's just prayer, yes. And we've talked about that before. That's kind of an example of what who's will turn to Christ because they felt the heat. And it, it, again, it's unique for each person, I'm certain. That's true. That's right. That's right. So what do you feel, Paul, getting back to drawing near to God, and let's I feel that if you really want to get into spirituality and you want to draw closer to God, so say if someone says, Sam and Paul, how can I draw near to God? For me, drawing near to God means serving other people, helping other people, but knowing and reading the Bible. What do you think, Paul? Do you feel that when you read the Bible, the Word of God, that you're drawing nearer to him. I find that is to be the case. Um, a lot of times the words don't seem to leap off the page. Um, right. You, and, and you can also find that you could read the Bible from start to finish, which takes about a year to get through. Yes, which you've and, done. And, uh, yeah, I've done it a couple times. It's 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 easier to do it like get like uh, uh, like an audio recording that you can listen to on your computer or something. But. Um, in doing so, even after a year of that, let's say you restart it all over again, there'll be things that you might have missed the first go-round that might hit home or like, like hit between the eyes the second go-round because of this, of where you are in your situation. There's so many times, especially for me, at least in the New Testament, you start reading like, like the St. Paul and, and such, like a lot of the stuff that he goes through, you're like, I'm like, I can totally relate. Even though this is like thousands of years old, I can still relate. Because we still have the same human code. We still kind of go through that same, you know. 
right. same wor- worries. It's it's a different setting. But it the, really the, is the book yeah. of human life. You know, it's it's the you know tech, technology is different or what. Yes. But you still have the same. You still have similar woes and problems or whatever. So you yes. can relate. And there's times you're like, oh my gosh, you almost feel like you know God speaks right there. But to say, how do I have a deeper relationship? I think the first question you have to ask yourself is, do you even want one? Yes, that is that. Now that you just hit the nail on the hammer, the head on the nail, or whatever it is, <laughs> the hammer to the nail, Paul. You, the person or people that want to know if they want to have a, a deeper relationship with Christ, they have to know: Do they even want a relationship? Yeah, they have exactly. to ask themselves that. Right. Because there's plenty. Go of into detail, have, Paul. Go into detail well, where you're going. I, I like I, this. I, well, I, I just I've met people that have absolutely no interest at all. They just get yes. They they just they like, care eh, less about whatever. their eternal they, life. They they, they they they. It's just not. They, they, they don't, don't think, think about it. They don't think about it. Yeah. And um, I I'm not going to try. I, I don't want this to sound judgmental because I'm in no, I, to judge. No. And and, and and this but this and this just might be where they are in their current walk. Could be where they are in their walk, yes. You know, or maybe they, and maybe things happened in their childhood, or maybe they didn't have a relationship, and then something went wrong, and they felt betrayed, uh, or someone misrepresented God, which happens like quite often, and right. it, put, it, it put them off on a different path, and um, so, and, and so they say, nope, there, there is no God, or they might just say that. And they think there is a God, but I believe that God betrayed me, so I'm going to say that there is no God, or whatever. You know, it's it's up to them how they wish to spin that. But yes. They, but the thing is, first of all, is yeah, you got to ask yourself: Do you even want a relationship? Are, are you, you interested? You in want that? to be in the relationship with God? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll he'll still, you know, you know, but what I believe still keeps air in our lungs. It still keeps our hearts beating. You know, still keeps us as functioning beings and whatnot. You know, the, you know, and he allows us to, uh, and it's, it's more than just, I believe, where we are right now in this period of human history, that uh, it's more than just, you know, survival, you know, that we're in. We're, we're actually, we're, I, I think he lavishes us with several wonderful gifts, even as messed up as the world is. We still have gifts, you know, I think. Yes. But it's, it's, up, it's, uh, it's up to us to, take, to accept these gifts with a thankful heart. And yeah. And, and, and accept them that they are and accept them that they are indeed gifts that they're not just you know mysterious happenings that just through random chance in the cosmos they just happen to just happen right. to happen you know and we just kind of chalk it up as oh well the conditions were just right here is fantastic well and we can get into that topic too if you want to about conditions being just right now I will say that having done some certain research or whatever on conditions being just right, down got practically darn near impossible to in other words there has to be a prime mover at the very very least to get conditions just right yeah yeah we'll dig, let's dig deeper into that Paul what do you mean by conditions just right in order for life to exist okay so in order uh, for life to exist the conditions have to be just right yeah, for like if you actually if you want to take an interest in you know planets, planetary bodies or whatnot, it I remember it was like ages ago, like I was like maybe early eighties, you know late seventies or whatever. You know there was a show that 
uh, Carl Sagan had built Cosmos, and mm-hmm. he was talking about you know billi- the billions and billions of stars. It was kind of like his his shtick to say over and over again. And he said that there was since each of these have planets, he said the chances of these because of the billions of possible comets out there that uh, that would be there must be millions of planets that will probably be in, you know and of those millions of planets there's a thousands of those planets that are probably inhabited by life well that was with the tech and what we thought then but it seems that that passes we've gone from there's hundreds of thousands of planets to like okay well now only tens of thousands of planets could probably support life because we found that these certain conditions aren't being met with most of these. Like, okay, so a lot of these are binary star systems. Well, that will not support life. So that takes out like 50% of the planets that have habitable. Right. As we start diving deeper and deeper, going, drilling down and going further down the rabbit hole, there's less, each decade it seems, there's less and less conditions that are right for planets to be able to maintain life. And we're becoming more and more isolated. My, my point is that, gosh, you really want to put this all up that the reason why it exists right now is just based on just random chance? Okay. So, knowing that then, okay, if you wish to believe in this, this is all random. Uh-huh. And that you, know, you wake up every morning and you say, what a beautiful fluke of nature I'm looking at right now. It's like just a fluke, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. If that if that's what you believe, then that's what you believe, and that's that's just what you choose to believe. But if you believe, then well, that doesn't make sense. You know, I almost have to have more faith, as um, I would imagine. I would have to have more faith as an atheist to say that, that, that have I have to have more faith that it, it, it's it's randomness that allows me to even exist. Um, I would have to. I would actually have less faith to, to believe that God, that that God or a prime mover exists. It's, a, it's almost easier to believe that God exists. It, 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 yeah, as I start finding out, as, at least for me, as I'm starting <laughs> to find out that conditions have to be just right. Well, shoot, in order for this to be right, there has to be something that said it just right. You know, and that's why I start using the term gifts because gifts came from a giver. And that's so if, how, in the book of Genesis, when the Bible talks about on the first day god created heavens and the earth and he saw it was good and he rested because the conditions were just well he rested after the sixth day he rested after the sixth day yes but he made the heavens and earth and he saw that it was good and then what did he create next he created the animals as the oceans or i don't i'd have to read my bible but right but and and you also have to understand what they mean by day as well so, right. Uh, just a, 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 me- a, a unit, a measurement of time. That's the twenty-four-hour yes. period. Uh, everything is just right with God. Right conditions were perfect, perfect. to make this happen. You know, TV yeah. made things perfect, and so and, and, and that's the thing Bible is it, when it says we're perfect in His image. Right, but and what I'm trying to say is getting back to your how do I have a deep relationship with God? First of all. Yeah. Okay, let's say you come to the conclusion now where you acknowledge that God exists. Great. Now the question is, what do you do about it? Do you want to have a relationship? Do you have any interest in pursuing your creator? Yes, no. Yes. Yeah, right. Or it might be no. Right. It, it, you know, so, so there's, there's, you know, that's where you kind of go from an 
atheistic perspective to maybe more agnostic. Where it's like, okay, yeah, there's a prime mover out there, but eh, whatever. I, I'm kind of enjoying my own life as is. Things are pretty sweet. It's, it's whatever it is. And uh, I'll just, just, you know, continue where I'm at. Uh, but I have no interest in, 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 or I don't believe that this prime mover that I guess we'll call God is something that's tangible or a loving fatherly type figure. Or, you know, I'll just, you know, just kind of go about my business as I do. Right. So that's that's another facet or another angle that some people might view when it comes to this. Yeah. So so yeah. it really boils down to first of all, to answer, your, to answer your question is, do you even have an interest in having a relationship with God? And if you do, everything should start to, to fall into place. Everything, the steps that you would take to build any yeah. relationships. How, how do you build a relationship? Yeah. For me. Yep relationships are all about open communication Paul and I feel that if you have an open communication with God and you communicate with God and you listen to what the Holy Spirit tells you or shows you or you read in the Bible that's still communication right now to answer your first question that you asked was you ever ever felt abandoned yes and the answer is yes but usually it's because of, of prayers that you think are being unanswered or, really or, you, 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 or you feel, or you feel, God. right? Or you feel abandoned because it didn't go the way you wanted it to. Myself right. included. Myself, myself included. Myself included. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll use what I. There's a term that I'll use called the selfish praying. Okay. Where it's like I want things done my way, right? Or whatever. And so, say, hey, God, please human, have. have I think that's how humans are. Humans, we're, and that's why we're not God or Jesus because our way, we look at it as our way or the highway, but that's not how God operates. Yeah, we're, it's just because we're older. I mean, I still have theory that, yeah, we're just, we are little children in bigger bodies. bodies. We're still children. Yeah, that's what we're we're still, yeah, we're, we're still swell brats, and you know we yeah. never really. Most of us never, never really grow up, in my opinion. As I really start studying people, I'm like, yeah, you're you're different than you were. Yeah, you go to your high school reunion, you find out a lot of people they haven't changed at all. It's like it's the same. Look on social media, find out they. Or what? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 You look at any social media, and you'll see uh, how much you know tongue lashing goes back and forth. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's like it's like it's like playground mentality all over it again. It's playground. You know, you know, and, and 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 part of that goes into what I call selfish praying, where it's like I want things my way, or hey God, if you're show me this sign, it's like <laughs> you know, right? And and you know, or I or or even if you don't spin it like that, you start begging, please, please, please. Yeah. You know, there's times where where Paul begged God to you know have the thorn removed from his side, where that thorn might be. Uh, some people believe it's blindness. You, you can speculate. But my point is that I think he said he pleaded three times, and all three times God said, "No, because my grace is sufficient enough for you." And right. so, what the heck's that? What the heck's that supposed to mean? In other words, a lot of times the thorns in our flesh are kept there to keep us humble, to keep us to keep us in communication with Him. Sometimes the only way, perhaps, that we can ever have a relationship with God is if we do experience a certain amount of pain that keeps us from getting too puffed up and thinking, I don't need God. That's right. That's right. They, they keep our heads 
humble. Sometimes that might be where it needs to be. And Maybe I that's where we need us to be. And again, each, people, it's unique for each person. It's unique for each person. Yes, it's very unique for each person, Paul. And I feel that sometimes the thorns in our sides or the unanswered prayers are really yep. blessings in disguise that we can't yep. see right now. But yep. hindsight would tell us, hey, that really was a blessing. Right. Or what we're calling un- unanswered prayers? No, the, an- the answer to the prayer. Maybe that is the answer to the yes, prayer. That is you- the- oh, sure. Oh, sure. It's not the answer you want to hear, but it's the answer regardless. Yes. Because we're not God. It's not about us. Amen. Amen. And in some, in some okay. ways, that's a discouraging thought. I know. As, as, as a human, as a human, part yeah. of our survival within our mind is we see ourselves as being better than we really are. We have a tendency to have. Um, we, we have a lot of us have a tendency, and it's, again, it's part of our survival. The the animal within us, if you will, yes. our brains have a tendency to want us to, to want us to believe that we look better, we we, we act better, whatever than perhaps we what? really are in reality. As we're. Uh, that's why it's been said, you know, but God don't ever tell any. But what does it? Why? What does it say? Don't ever tell anybody what? Oh no no! I was saying, um, what was it? I can't remember. I remember this one thing. It was something like that. Uh, one of the pianists, uh, famous, I think it was, a, it was like Schubert or someone said something like, "You don't ever tell somebody that you're great. You let them tell you that you're." Great. You don't go parading around saying, I'm great. No, no. You let others tell you that you're great. Because that way you'll know if you're really great or not. Yes, that's true. That is very true. You know, and, and it was, it was some, one of the composers, one of the music, yeah, some like back in like the 16th century. So it's only like that. He was like, you know, what else? Like, Schubert comes to mind for some reason. But anyway, uh, it was something like that. And I, I kind of stuck with me. But we're slightly off topic. But, um, that's- yeah topic yeah that's that's really good speaking of topics of music paul did you hear bob dylan's touring again oh really yes <laughs> he must be he's My back gosh, on tour jeez okay, okay. Yeah, wow he must I be, read that what, 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 what is what is he like 79 now How, he's, he's gonna, gonna be 81 he's, on the 20th he's 81 day. okay wow okay yeah bob dylan's touring well okay because i right. i found that out when i was reading today about um some of the stars and their beliefs and then I kind of saw music concert tickets to Bob Dylan in Cleveland and I was like whoa that's Bob Dylan he was someone I, I was kind of worried about um, I, I mean, was uh, worried tri- about him too for a while with his well tickets. yeah well he, he did admit um, that I think what was the term the crossroads did you get my meeting yes uh, but in yeah. the 80s in '90s, he came out and said he was a born again Christian. No, you, you can then maybe so. I mean, like I said, it's not. I know he was it, Jewish, and then he was a Christian, and I but, don't know what he is now. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, well, no. I, I, I what I meant was I, I heard that uh, like he made a deal with the devil. So I don't know what's. A, it's like and again, it could all just be you know media or something. So. Oh. Uh, but, well, so like all things, you, you never you never really know. Uh, only. We are all fundamentally alone in the sense that only we know our own truth. You know, yeah. uh, we can lie to ourselves, yeah. we can lie to others, and we can lie to ourselves too. Uh, but only we know the real truth. And then we are truly fundamentally alone if there is no God. Yes. Which is very, dis- which is very, very discouraging. 
that's very discouraging. If there is no yeah. God, we are fundamentally alone. All this is yeah. the only thing that's there. Yeah. And there's right, right. No, you know, kind of, that yeah, is very you know, disturbing. Because it's really disturbing to me. It is to disturbing. Think of like, well, the, the, the only thing that I am is what my senses tell me that I am. Yes. Or whatever my sensory input is. The fact that I'm having this conversation, how, how do I know that this isn't just, you know, some elaborate computer program? You know, you can go on and on and on about, you know, See, stuff like that. Me, it's, you know. I, that's just, it's yeah. so hard. Exactly. It's but, bizarre but to the, think that people think that we're made out of computer programs, yeah. evolution. I just find it bizarre. That if they want to believe that, that's their own choice. That's, that's but what I they still yeah. find it bizarre. Because yeah. I don't understand how someone can't see, look around them, and see the beauty in creation. Yeah. I just don't that's, get it. I know. That's, that's how I see it. You know, I, and, and I've often, so. I I like it when, you know, atheists and agnostic people do come onto our show and talk about their beliefs because I'm curious. I want to dig into the mind of somebody, of a non-believer, because I don't understand their ways. I don't get it. Maybe I'm dense. I don't get it. I just well, don't get how uh, you could not believe. I just don't get it. I, I, I. I, I think it kind of boils down to they ever want to be walked right. away from God. It, yeah, and only they can truly answer that question. Yes, and, and and whatever it is they tell you, again, you'll only know based on what they tell you. Now, whether they're honest with what they say to you about why they don't believe, because there's been times there's been you know the, the secret belief, like yeah, I do believe, I just don't convey that, and I just. What, wish to pretend that I don't, or I'm concerned about the whole I'm going to be held accountable for my actions or whatever. Right. And and, and that's that's disturbing too. That is it's disturbing like, well, because it's it, like because you don't it, want to be yeah. accountable by God. That means yeah, last thing you, want around, to do is be, you, know, you think you can go around on Earth and not be held accountable for your actions. Right. Exactly. I can do whatever the hell I want. Exactly. So that's you know, if if that was if that's the case, um, then I can see where. It's quite attractive to be an atheist. Yes, I see it. I see it. I don't get it. So but, just just throwing it out there. Yeah. But only only can you know answer that question. Only they can answer that question is right. right. Like, like like any of us. Like like I said, e- each of our experiences is a unique one, and some of our experiences might be similar, so it makes it easier to share our experiences. In some situations, our experience will be just so radically different that we, we just might not understand each other. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Well, what a good coffee talk, Paul. I mean, nice. I think I think us even discussing a relationship draw, about relationship with God draws nearer to God when you talk about God. Well, that's why Christ said, "Whenever two or three are gathered, my name two there I am." In, there I am. In He's their in the midst. midst. Yeah. Yeah. In, in their midst. Yeah. So exactly. And and then as far as let's say you do wish to have a relationship, where do I even begin with that? Again, where Christ said, whatever you did to the least of these, you've done it to me. So, in other words, 
thing in terms of how do you have a relationship with just someone? Open anyone. Communication. communication. Start, 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 start reaching out. You know, reach but out to don't, them. Don't, don't, don't necessarily. Their but friends. Don't talk but about if, them. If, if you don't feel like you hear an answer, and I don't mean with your ears, but with your heart, or yeah, uh, even if you don't get a a spiritual, you know, response per se, immediately, that doesn't necessarily mean that God isn't listening. But perhaps so much time is spent apart that that has to be rekindled as well. Yeah. And maybe the response might not come for a year. You know, there's we can't we can't think in terms of well, I tried nothing, I got nothing out of it. It's like well, how, how hard did you try? You know, did you try every day? You know, um, I don't know. So it, it, it it's kind of like you first have to wish to have our relationship yes but he did say though you know just not the knock of the door will be open to you yes but you have to be persistent in your knocking i believe and it's god like hears the, right. our hearts right because listen to tell, let me tell you a quick story when i found out when i was pregnant with my daughter victoria mm-hmm. in my heart i kept saying i'm wishing for a girl my heart yep. said it. My mouth did not speak it. Yep. But my heart said, I've always wanted a daughter. I had a son. I had a daughter. I prayed for a daughter, and the Lord brought me a daughter. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting, because um, my oldest was actually a, a twin in utero. But, uh, but oh, okay. Her, her, sister, but her sister died in utero. So oh, Sorry. And, and so we, well, we tried for a second, we said, is there any chance you can give her back her sister? And then we got a we got a second daughter. So I can totally understand where you're coming from. Yes, and you got a second daughter. Yeah, it, right. So she got so she sort of got her got her sister back. Now, she got her sister back. Not now. No, no. Is, 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 is it possible that her other twin is in, in a spiritual state right now? That yes. Will me one day. No, no, no idea. And it's not for me to decide or, or understand. But it was it was nice that. I, we believe our prayer was answered when our second daughter came. Yes. So yes, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yes, and that's like that movie, Heaven is for Real. Yeah. Seen that? I, I haven't seen the movie, no. I, I you, read, read the book? Uh, I, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and in the movie, the little boy, the mother had lost the baby in utero. She, the baby died in her. And the little boy that supposedly went to heaven... I went to heaven in the movie, and it's based on a true story, I guess. Right. Saw the sister. Right. Heaven. Yeah. So, so, like I said, there, there, there's there's we, so we, many. It, oh, there's so many questions that, that we'll we don't know. Right. We don't right. know. Yeah, there's so much stuff in the spiritual realm that I, I don't think we're. I don't think to we're. Handle. I don't think we're, we're capable of handling it either. No, and I, I, I personally, I think it's probably for our own protection that we don't it is. tap into that. I mean, it is. This, this, Only God this, can handle that. This, the world that we're currently in right now, this three-dimensional realm, it's it's difficult enough as it is. The three-dimensional you know? realm has enough yeah. stress in it. Right. Or difficulties so, I, I, trying, and, then trying to uh, right. dive into the 5D and the oh my dimensional gosh, of and, the spirituals. I. Yeah, that's just, something that I pray I get to experience in heaven. So I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like we, we kind of think of ourselves as being on a on a, on a as time being a linear path, and yeah. we do that 
but mostly to help maintain our sanity. You know, yeah. we, we, we we linearize it. But you know, there's that little snippet in the Bible where um, Christ says, "Look, a, a thousand years is like a day, and a day is like a thousand years." So when you're in the realm of, yeah. of the eternal, it's it, it's the fabrication of, of time is so radically different than what we it think we are experiencing. Different. Yes, and we could be experiencing a snippet of the eternal. We just don't see it. We just see little slices of it, if, if even that. So it's not for us to be able to handle. I don't think at this current stage in what we're going to call life. So. Just roll with what you got right now. Yeah, and that's like then they say in that right. song, "Better is one day," and that yeah. song it says, "Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere." Right. I believe that's because um, our days, like you just said, Paul, our days on Earth are not God's timing. Our timing is not no. God's timing. It, God's exactly. timing is God's timing, and a thousand years. So can you, if we look at it that way, like for example, a friend of mine passed away in 2002. Right. If we look at it, it's going on 19, next year will be 20 years that he's been gone. That could be like 20,000 years and... Well, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or whenever. Yeah. Yeah. You, and that, by the way, Paul, yeah. is the same friend of mine that I told you about, which we, we should get on back to my dreams. Did I tell you? how I dreamt of him. And when I saw him in the dream, he had died of drunk driving. And when I saw him in the dream, I said, hey, Scott, let's have a drink. And he looked at me and said, Sam, there's no alcohol in heaven. Yeah. In the dream. In my dream, he was all in white saying, Sam, there's no alcohol in heaven. Or at least, at least not in the heaven that has been designed for him. The heaven that was designed (laughs) for him. Right. Whatever. There's no alcohol in heaven. So I don't know what that means or where that came from, but that that put a halt to my ever drinking for a long time. I haven't sure. really drank because I'm like, well, we all know that drunkenness is a sin. Drunkards don't oh, sure. go to heaven, according to the Bible. But that's a different topic. But anyways, if there's no alcohol in heaven, that means that would explain why drunkenness is a sin. Right? It would. But that's a different topic. We'll go on to that some yeah, other time. Anyways, right. everybody, this was Drawing Nearer to God. Hope Paul and I helped a little bit. If you have any topics that you want to talk about on Coffee Talk, please feel free. We always post the link while I'm doing the live show with Paul. Paul and I always post the link for the live show so you can join us as a guest. Join us in the middle of the show. We would love to have you reach out to us and just enjoy it. And we thank you all for listening. Paul, it's been a pleasure as always. We will catch up tomorrow. And everybody, have a great evening. This has been Samantha Gross and Paul Oppenheim. God bless you, everybody. Have a good night. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, Paul. Good night, Sam. Bye, wingman. Bye.